Hey everyone! Hey! Welcome back to another episode of Snacks in the City. Cheers! Cheers! Last week we forgot to announce the winners, or the, yeah, I guess winners of the Fuck, Mary Kill, so it was the Ryans, right? Yeah, we did the Ryans, and I think that the group results will shock you because as I was tallying them up, I actually went back through all the stories and all the votes just to make sure because this isn't what I expected. So most likely to be killed was Ryan Phillippe, which like I did not see coming. Literally one of the replies was, I'm going to kill that guy because who is he? Oh my God. Rude, but okay. But I guess I didn't know who he, I just knew he was married to Reese Witherspoon, but now he's not. So that kind of made me not like him initially but then after I saw that movie Cruel Intentions I like him because he's so hot okay most likely to be fucked was Ryan Gosling and most likely to be married was Ryan Reynolds wow which I saw that coming because his personality is gold So then shifting to this week, I'm going to start with the results because then there's no way for me to forget them. We did Draco Malfoy, Harry Potter, and Ron Weasley. And apparently people don't love Harry Potter because the votes were not going in like they normally are. Yeah. I picked this trio because I thought that people liked Harry Potter. I thought everybody loved that movie. Me too. Like, I don't get it, but most likely to be fucked was Malfoy. Most likely to be killed was Harry. <laughs> and most likely to be married was Ron. So that is the wrong answer. Maddie froze. So I don't know what's happening. You were frozen for a little bit. So after I said those are my answers too, I don't know what you said. <laughs> Those are your answers, too. I said that that's the wrong answer, like, because you froze for me, so I didn't know what you were saying, and I was saying that that's the wrong answer. Are you kidding? What are your answers? I would fuck Malfoy, marry Harry, and kill Ron. Harry sucks. I love him. I mean, he can be a little selfish. I feel like maybe that's what people are thinking about, but, like, I don't know, just, like, if you put the two of them in front of me and I have to choose Harry or Ron, I'm gonna pick Harry. Hmm. Okay. That's just just me, though, and I thought that my thought was gonna be popular opinion, but I am the minority all around, so there's that. Do you want to introduce this week's topic? Yes. So, me and Brie came up with this topic because everybody has guys that just keep coming back into their life. Like, they rejected you for some reason or another, but they won't stop just, like, emerging. I put it as an analogy. I said, these are, they're like prairie dogs. Oh, perfect. Because, wait, yeah, wait. Because they're cute, and you like them, and you want to be around them, and they're fun, but then maybe one day they bite you, and you don't want to be by them. Um, And so then, they go back into their little hole, but they always pop up, they just pop up in a new hole somewhere. Amen. So, 
this segment is called Love Me or Leave Me Alone. Because honestly, love me or leave me alone. Like it's a plea at this point. Yeah. Um, so Maddie actually shared this song with me earlier in the week. And there's a lyric that really just hit <laughs> for this song. So I felt like, um, I, wa- I honestly am like kind of over these situations that I am personally going to speak about today. But like listening to this song, what's her name? It's both by, what's her name? Ingrid Andrus. Okay. Everyone, if you have a prairie dog in your life, listen to that song. It will smack you in the face. I was like, am I sad about this? And like, I'm not <laughs> sad about it, but it's just like those lyrics really are like, yeah. You can push me away or tell me to stay, but you cannot do both. And like, it's so frustrating. I'm only going to refer to men as prairie dogs now because that was honestly so perfect with their little (laughs) act. But like, you, I, the most frustrating part of like being with somebody who is prairie dogging you, it's like, (laughs) you can't be frustrated at me for like being too girlfriendy one day but then also be frustrated a different day because like I'm not giving you what you need it's like you need to just like pick a lane and nobody's saying we have to get married and buy a house tomorrow but like for right now pick a lane mm-hmm. I wish that somebody would just like let the world know like it's okay to change your mind but like pick a lane and then if we have to switch lanes at some point let's talk about that then like let's not try to do same time it's just it's not gonna work it's just gonna crash and burn for everybody so pick a lane I would like to hear your I feel like you have a good story I do so this guy we're gonna call him the short bartender (laughs) and because he is I didn't meet him because he's a bartender but I did meet him at a bar like the good old-fashioned way and it was great and he tried to kiss me the day I met him in public and I was like oh my god what are you doing and then he was like I was gonna kiss you and I was like we're in public and then he wanted me to come over to his house like immediately upon meeting each other so this was like I did not like any of that but whatever so we exchanged numbers then he texted me and then um we went on a date and I went to Paris <laughs> the next day. So then we didn't see each other for a little bit. But then when I came, when I got back, we went on dates. It was fun. It was great. Like, I really liked him, whatever. And then one day, but we all, there was always like scheduling conflicts with him. Like, cause he didn't know his schedule. I don't know. He was a bartender and he worked at like a breakfast restaurant or something. Uh-oh. And so, yeah. Then he, um, I was fully, literally about to order an Uber to go there because we were going to hang out. And he was like, well, it seems neither of us really want to go meet the other one out. And I was like, I literally just said, like, I was going to come over. And then, I like, whatever. So then he asked me out again. And he did not text me to cancel until 48 hours after we were supposed to have this date. And so I said, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. And I said, so I 
just I like how I am when I'm with you. Like I like how the way you make me feel when we're together. But when we are not together, you make me feel less than, and I'm not about that. So it's just not working. And he's like, no, like we can make this work. Yada yada yada. And I was like, no. Well, wait, before that, he also met my parents. Not like meet my parents, but we were at like a due division or something, and he met us there, and he looked terrible. He looked so bad. And then he was like making comments about my drinking. And I was like, this is not, not what work. I want at all. So then I have it all written down in my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> um, so that was the last straw. And I texted him and he like was apologizing. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. So then fast forward to a few months later, and he says he misses me and he went on a date with another girl and it was like not being, it was nothing like being with me. And I was like, what? So if you had time to go on dates, why wouldn't they, like what? It not, that was just, and I was like, but I'm I didn't sorry. Have time to go on dates with you. Like, right. I was like, I don't, okay, whatever. Flash forward to March of 2019. Oh, I forgot when I met him, but I think it was, like, July, that July 2018. I don't know. I entertained a conversation with him. He initiated, and I was like, whatever. And he asked to grab a drink, and I say, I'm busy all week, and then he asked for the following Monday, and I agree, okay? Okay. <laughs> and then he texts me on, oh, so we don't do that. That doesn't happen. And then on March 9th, he texts me and I don't answer. Then in May of 2019, he calls me. Well, I drunk text him and then he calls me and says to call him back. And I was like, I texted him. I said, literally never. I would never call you or anybody. <laughs> so he asked me out again. <laughs> yeah. He asked me out again. He says, forget about the past. And I said, I want to, but what's different now? And he was like, oh my God, just come over tonight. You clearly want to. And I said, too late, just got in bed. So he says, okay, I'll see you Monday at a restaurant of your choosing. And I said, I'll, I would think about it. And he says, great, I'll see you there. My treat. And I was like, well, duh. <laughs> like you didn't need to tell me that part at all. And then he added, I do miss you. And I just, I sent, um, a gif of Jessica Day going <laughs> okay so then he keeps asking me and out we didn't do that date either he keeps asking me and I keep being busy and then oh no this is the same conversation I keep saying I'm busy and then we say goodnight and he spells his name my name wrong and I say you're already on strike one for your second at bat <laughs> and then whatever and then he texts me the next day and says hello and I send an eye roll gif and we chat a little bit and he says where are we going today and I say yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> and he says next week and I say I think about it and we try to find the time and nothing works because I'm not trying hard to make it work so I say maybe next time so that was May fast flash fast forward <laughs> to June 4th he asks me if I'm free I say no and then I drunk text him later and I say, we should, or no, I say, we should hang out right before I leave the country this time, like last time. And I say, I'm leaving June 23rd. So we plan for that Sunday. 
we don't do that. And he wishes me, then flash forward, so that's June 23rd. No, that's June 4th. And then he wishes me a happy Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, so that's November. And then we plan to hang out on December 3rd. And he asks me to come over on December 3rd. And I send yet another great gift. And he offers to pay for my Uber. I say, no, it's fucking Thanksgiving and you just want to fuck me. (laughs) And he says he just wants to kiss and hang out. So I say, okay, December 3rd, maybe I'll let you kiss me. We don't do this. I drunk text him December 14th that I was where we met. I tell him to bring his friends and he does. And when I see him, I feel nothing and he looks god fucking awful he looked so bad and i felt nothing like i was like and then he <laughs> left and then he leaves and tells me to come wherever they went and i say no and he says you were ecstatic to see me and i wanted to be like did you look in a mirror before you showed up I'm if so you do a girl dirty and you're going to meet her out you better look fucking good yeah like you're trying to get a second chance try yeah So then he tries to get me to hang out with him the next day. And I say, no, December 28th, he texts me and I, and I'm babysitting and now I'm over it. So I don't want to even be texting him, but like, I'm bored and I'm babysitting. Um, but I'm like hardly replying, just like gifts or emojis. And he says, um, why, why can't you meet me out? I was like, I'm babysitting. He's like, come after. And I was like, no. And he's like, well, if you can't meet out, then why are you even texting me? And I was like, you fucking texted me. I don't know. <laughs> December 29th, he texts me, I don't reply. March of 2020, he texts me, I don't reply. June 3rd, he texts me, I don't reply. Okay, so that was that's the end of the saga. And the moral of the story is, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Try to get in there for a third time, you're a fucking fool. Bingo. <sighs> And um, I just like, I feel like there were multiple parts of that story where like he should have gotten the like leave me alone vibes. Yeah. Like, um, the real kicker for me was him saying, why are you even texting me when he texted you? Like that's. I know. I mean, I also shouldn't have been drunk texting him as often as I did, but it's like, who cares? And that was before I met him again, and he was ugly. So you didn't know, you didn't know. Also, everyone he's very short. I'm five two, and he probably was five three and a half, maybe. Mm, that that is that is low down there. Yeah. Well, um, here's the thing. I think that in general people are just like wishy-washy, right? Like there's this feeling of like, well, I like you and I went on dates with this other girl and she wasn't as cool. And like, I wish that I was just like still hanging out with you, but like no one wants to just like feel it out. Like somebody is not like a death sentence. Like you can say, you know what? I like hanging out with this girl. I enjoy this time. This does not mean I'm selling my soul to the devil. I'm not like signing a contract saying I'm never going to have fun with anybody else again. But like, why fall off the face of the earth and then like after going on dates with somebody else then you're trying to like wiggle your way back in and then suddenly I'm the bitch because I'm not that interested 
Yeah. Like, what did he think? He was going to text you and say, oh, I went on dates with this other girl and it just was like, not that great, but also miss you. Do you, do you want to hang out now that I'm bored of what else was happening? Yeah. It's like, like, I'm jumping at the bit. Like, wow, it's my turn now? Great. I'm really yeah. glad the other one didn't work out. So now I can show you that I'm worth your time. Like, what? yeah, that's I, exactly it. He, and he wasn't trying hard enough to like make me feel better about the way that he made me feel <laughs> initially. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. And um, I mean, I was never really team short bartender, but now I'm really not. Like when you hear the whole story from beginning to end, all smushed together like that it's like he kind of just sucks he was really good like I really liked him until he decided that I wasn't important enough or whatever yeah I feel like there's a saying and I can't think of like how it actually goes but it's like something about like when real life just doesn't live up to that potential like in the beginning there was so much potential there like he was such a nice guy even how Mm -hmm. you guys met like that cute little story like the whole story is like so cute except for when he was like come to my house yeah it's just like nah but then it just like really very quickly after that just like went downhill yeah and it's like crazy to me that like some men are really out there just like effort is like poison to them like yeah I understand sure he's a bartender and he works at a breakfast restaurant that could get weird because like I'm sure he only has certain days and like random days of like random times in the day that he could hang out but it's like if you want to see somebody you will figure it out yeah just like kind of never did which is stupid to me and also, we only ever slept together once, and it was, like, hardly, because he wouldn't wear a condom, and I was like, actually, I'm going to leave instead. <laughs> yeah. I actually would like to not participate anymore. Yeah. So it was just, like, a quick little, mm-hmm. like, a, like an appetizer. Exactly. And I was like, eh, this is dumb. I'm going to go home. <laughs> I do not. Yeah. All right, your turn. My love me or leave me alone situation was very much, um, I'm going to blame it on young and dumb. I was 19 and this guy was like 24. Um, So like he very much should have known better, but like I feel like I was still in the window of like, ooh, an older boy likes me. So like I didn't know better. I had like weird blinders on. Um, But like for two years, (laughs) we were hanging out. And, like, doing all the couple things, going on dates, we, like, worked together, so that was weird, but it was, like, anytime there was, like, downtime at work, we were, like, up each other's asses, all in each other's faces, like, oh my god, do you want coffee? I'll bring you coffee. And, like, I would, like, sleep over his house, and we would, like, show up to work together, which was, like, so stupid. And, like, he met my family, I met his, like, all the things. And every time I would, like, so, like, what are we? He'd be like, best friends. Oh, God. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. And he would, like, do that weird thing where he would, like, gaslight me. So, like, really, he didn't want to be in a relationship, and I did. But I, like, fully let him, like, spin the story. So then I would be like, well, we just, like, don't really want that right now. When, like, fully that was not the case. Poor thing. 
poor thing. And like every time I would bring it up, he would be like annoyed at me. Like, why do we have to label? I'm not hanging out with anybody else. You're not hanging anybody else. Like, why do we need to change anything? And I was always just like, yeah, you're right. But then like after about a year and a half of that, it got really annoying. It also got really annoying when he started like also hanging out with other girls who also worked at the mall. So it was like, oh my God. When like this lady, like an old woman, we worked in a department store, comes up to me and she's like, you know, I saw so-and-so out to coffee with that guy. And isn't that your guy? And I was like, well, it's not like mine, but like, yeah. And she's like, well, I saw them getting coffee. And like, every time you're off, that's, he's like hanging out at her register. And I was like, it's just like really friendly. They're probably just friends. They weren't. And I feel like once I figured that out, I was like, okay, well, I don't have grounds to be angry at him because I have allowed this situation to turn into this mess that it is now. So I very much was like, okay, if you want to be hanging out with other girls, that's fine. But I would like to remove myself from the situation. And I'm not giving you an ultimatum, but I am. Like, do you want to hang out with me or do you want to hang out with other girls? <laughs> because yeah. like, we're not going to do both. And he was like, well, I just like, am not the boyfriend type. Like he's only ever had one girlfriend in his whole life. I know, red flag. I don't know why that didn't trip me out on the first go around, like when he first mentioned that, but I just always was like, some people just like don't want to be a boyfriend. That's fine. It's not. Which like actually it is, that's fine. But not not for me. That does not work for me personally. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna do something else now. Like I removed myself from the situation. Um within a couple months I was dating somebody else. was like furious and I was like I don't understand how I'm the bad guy you told me you didn't want to be my boyfriend I was like practically begging for it and you were like no and now I have someone who does want to be my boyfriend and he literally like a movie showed up at my house drunk at 3 a.m and was calling me nonstop, like, you have to come outside and talk to me. Please come talk to me. I can't believe you're doing this to me. And I was like, no, you need to leave because I'm scared of you now. Like, that's (laughs) And, like, he would just send me these crazy texts, like, I can't believe you would play me like this. I can't believe you would leave me like this. And, like, suddenly I'm, like, this villain. I had to – I started working at a different store because I'm an idiot, okay, I'm giving everyone full permission to judge me at this point of the story. I did start dating another boy that also worked at the same department store as us. Not a smart choice. Highly, highly do not recommend dating a bunch of your coworkers. It makes life really stressful as if work doesn't suck enough, you know? So it was just like this constant talk of like, oh my God, Brie really went from homeboy to homeboy. And I was like, no, he didn't it was his idea he didn't want to date me I gave him the opportunity to like cuff like we could link it up right now and I wouldn't bring it up anymore or you could just set me free and he chose no everybody was freaking out and I was like okay I don't want to do this anymore I'm really embarrassed but also like you made your choice and then he would like always text me when he was drunk like let me know when you're done playing house and then just like fall off the face of the earth and then we just like did not speak for probably I know and then me and the other guy ended up breaking up like a couple years later 
he pops up out of nowhere. I told you he wasn't the one for you. And now you probably wish you would have stayed with me. And I was like, no, the thing is we weren't together though. And then he was like on this crazy campaign, like trying to get me back. And I was like, no. And then I met him out for drinks, just like in a weak moment. He was like, it's my birthday. Blah, 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 blah. I drink too much. And I was like, great idea. Let's go to this bar. And he immediately was like trying to make out with me. And I was like, no, no. And then he was mad at me and was like, I don't understand. I'm trying to show you what kind of person I am now. I always loved you. <laughs> what? And I was like, you literally fucked one of our coworkers, but okay. It's like, I was like hanging out at your house, having dinner with you and your mom. And then when I was like not at work, you were like buying other bitches lunch. That's weird. Like you got to pick a team. And also he was like so much older than me. It's just like the whole thing is like messed up. And like to date, I had to block him on like literally anything you could block someone from. Because just like every couple months or so, he'll just like pop back up and be like, let me take you out. And it's like, no, thank you. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. And it's like, you chose to leave me alone. So I need you to just like, leave me alone. <laughs> like actually, yeah. because like now it's just like scary. Like, you yeah, he was scary. Oh my God. Like if we ever do an episode about like red flags and like toxic men, I probably won't talk about anybody but him because he wrote the book. He wrote the book on toxic. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Honestly, it just is like, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I get like, what I do understand is like, I also can be a part of the problem. Just like you were like participating in like the drunk texting or like, I do that all the time. Or like if I'm out and somebody I know that I like probably should just be done with is like, Hey, do you want to meet me out for a drink? I'm, I'm like, sure. Like everybody can be a little annoying, but it's like at some point, at some point you feel it out and you know, like I'm going to be with this person or I'm not. So yeah. like you, I just need people to like be grown up enough to like own your part in it and be like, you know what? I know I'm not going to treat you the way that you need to be treated. I got to go. Or I know you're not going to treat me the way that I need to be treated. I got to go. Like, why can't yeah. people do that? And it was weird that you had to be the adult in that situation when you were still a teenager. <laughs> Early a teenager and he was like a full grown adult. Like, man, full grown adult. Like, just for reference, just, like, like, a frame of context, like, this place was my first job ever, and he was, like, a full-blown, like, part of the management team, like, like, he's an adult, he was done with college, like, had, like, a lot of knowledge under his belt as a human, and I was, like, yeah, I just, like, went to Illinois State, and I didn't really like it, so my mom said that I could come home, but I had to get a job, so now I work here, like, that's the phase of life I was in. So, like, obviously, I was, like, a dumb bitch and was, like. Yeah. What's the moral of the story, Brie, for the people? Um, 
you got to go with people's actions over their intentions. Like somebody telling you a bunch of stuff like, oh, I want to be with you, but I just like don't want to commit to like, I don't need a label. Go with the action. Action over intention every time. Like don't let them sweet talk you. Don't let them gaslight you. Go off of the action. Because like if he says he loves you, but is like buying other bitches lunch. Or like I wasn't 21, so we had a lot of issues of like, I'm just hanging out with my friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like go with the action. Always, always, always. The actions speak much louder than the words. Always. Amen. Amen. Like. I know it's a podcast and nobody just saw me like do the hand slice across my neck, but like if you can walk away from this episode with any message, I feel like it's just like, don't be afraid to cut it off. Cause like, imagine if I didn't cut that off, we would honestly probably be still playing that same game. Can't. I want you to talk about your situation. We don't have an official nickname for him, so I don't know how to refer to him. But, oh, the best man. I feel like I need him to love you or leave you alone. Yeah, and that's, like, still, he's still choosing me. (laughs) But, Bree, I didn't even tell you this. So, everybody, I talk about him all the time, which I don't know if he listens to this, but if he does, it's really going to make his head big because I talk about him so much but that doesn't mean that I feel any way about him Bree you can vouch for that I can so whatever I don't even know what I've said about him but so before I left for Greece I was like when I get back let's go on a date and he was like no (laughs) (laughs) and I was like okay There, no, that was when I got back from Greece and we hung out and I was like, I, I literally, not, I'm not asking you to be my boyfriend. I'm just saying, let's have another first date. And he was like, no, <laughs> he didn't say it as harshly, but he was like, well, he like wanted me to beg him. And he literally told me later that I didn't fight hard enough. And I was like, fight for fucking what? Like, I a just want to go out to dinner. It shouldn't be like, hard. I'm not going to beg you to go on a date with me. Like, I'm not, that's not who I am. No. So you anyway, have, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. So the, our relationship was like this. Sex was the glue of our relationship when we first started hanging out. Then when I stopped having sex with him, it was trivia. But then like he went to grad school. So when I was like, well, now we have nothing. Like we have nothing to keep us <laughs> together. Oh, we're here. Yeah. But like, we're still friends and we like text and we snap and whatever and he texted me like and it's all been friendly and every time I've said this before every time that I text him he makes me mad like not every time four out of five times I'm like why the fuck do I even talk to you but whatever that's on me so he texts me at 10 p.m Tuesday night and says I'm single now so whenever you want to hang out and I was like I what well, I didn't reply the next day I just emphasized it and then he didn't say anything back um and then he texts me and says when are you gonna pencil me in which is like what we used to say when we'd be like when are we gonna have sex again 
And I was like, I don't know if he thinks that we're, like, I was kidding, but I should have said, oh, yeah, we should totally get dinner for the anniversary of the last time we had sex and the last time we will ever have sex. I don't think, like, I think he was like, maybe it had an expiration date. Like, it's been a year. Let's fuck now. Like, let's start over. It's like a yeah, and I was like, um, once again, uh-uh, that's not okay. <laughs> No, and once again, someone's making me feel less than, or like a second option, and I'm, what? Here's the thing. There's something about me scream, runner up. I honestly ask myself that all the time because um, I have more than one ex-boyfriend who just like, I, oh yeah, (laughs) bunk up. Um, I have more than one ex-boyfriend that like, I have always been, except for the one situation with homeboy that I worked with, like, I'm always the one to get dumped. Every single time. I literally, one time was crying about a breakup, and I was like, mom, it's like they have a script. Like, they're all (laughs) saying the same thing to me, and I feel like I can't grow from it, because I'm I'm just going to give you the spiel that I get every fucking time. Brie, you're so great. Honestly, I know I can see this talk is not going well. You're getting so upset. And I I hate to see you cry because you're so perfect. You're such a ride or die kind of girl. You would make the perfect wife. I just, I can't do it right now. And like, that's why I have to break up with you because you deserve to be with somebody who's going to match you. You are so great. Don't be sad, but I got to (laughs) go. the fuck at least like when my favorite ex-boyfriend broke up with me in high school he was like no you're really cool and I really like you but sometimes you're really selfish and you're kind of a bitch and like I'm tired of you being mean to me and like you don't hang out with me that much like your friends better like you know that was real constructive criticism that worked for me like I fully was like okay noted when you have a boyfriend you should maybe give him a little bit more of your time Maybe split it 50-50. Now, like, oh, I have this, 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 this to do with my friends. So, like, maybe we can hang out in two weeks. Not great behavior. But then, like, fast forward to my adulthood. Like, I feel like I took time to, like, make myself this amazing person. Hashtag self-love. Now everyone just keeps dumping me because I'm too great. (laughs) That's not fair. (laughs) Like, what? That's not fair. And it's not cool. And it's, like, it's like that TikTok and the it's like but you did this for what yeah and then and then they all get a new girlfriend while they're still dating said girlfriend this has happened every single boyfriend I've ever had while they're still dating said girlfriend who always is like you can't talk to Brie it's just like you have too many feelings like fuck off. Always like, still text me while they have girlfriends. I'm like, you were so good to me, 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 and like tell me how their current girlfriends suck. And it's like, well, here's a here's a fucking shocker. You could have just stayed dating me. Yeah. And then they all break up, and then they like come back to me as if like, well, I don't want. I'm not. This isn't a pageant. Like, are you joking? I'm talking about. Yeah. My friends and one of mine just called me twice in a row. Maybe you can about him. Like, we're not runner-ups. And here's the thing. I really believe in, like, 
people changing their minds or like figuring it out. But like, you gotta work, especially homeboy, the best man, he needs to work on his delivery because I feel like I'm speaking this out into the world and like, if he listens to it, sorry, I don't mean it as mean as it's gonna sound. But I like, don't like him as a human. Like if I had to choose a friend, I would never pick him. But he's a nice person. And like when we were doing things like in groups, when I could like see him just like interacting, he's like fun. And also I like how you two are together. So like, I really see the potential there. And like, if he is just feeling unsure, the whole like, can we go on a date? No, really put like a sour taste in my mouth for him. But I'm still on the team of like, if he were to get his act together, you two could be great. But like, I need him to work on his delivery because I'm single now. Do you want to hang out? Just makes me feel like, mm, wasn't good enough then. I'm bored and sad. Let me call her. Like, yeah. And I'm sure that's not how he meant it because like, I know U2's context, U2's history. And I feel like he's always had this big question mark of like, should I, shouldn't I? Is this going to work? He honestly just screams that he's like scared of having a breakup with you because then like that'll be too real. And then like, what if you two aren't friends? Like right now he knows you're always going to be his friend. But honestly, if he keeps texting you stupid shit like that. I know. And like what? The island. Mm-hmm. And like his... I don't know how that show works, so I can't keep that analogy going. But, like, if we're here, he is just ticking it down. He is closer and closer to, like, the part where you just get cut off. Like, he's going to be dead and gone to us. And it's, like, you got to pick. Love me or leave me alone. And, like, or picking in the middle. Do you want to be my friend? Like, just be my friend and be nice to me. Like, don't be mad at me for not being girlfriendy when we're just friends, when you picked that lane. Yeah. He needs to grow up and use his words. Hashtag grow up. Yes, he does. Um, I do, I have one more, but it's like a fully made up love me or leave me alone. Like, you know, everybody has that boy that they love in high school. And then like, everything that they like whenever they like anything on your anything you're like why are they doing this to me (laughs) but then they're not like now like there's no malice but it's like why does he do it he knows how I feel he knows it's been 13 years just kidding it's been like nine still (laughs) but it but that's just like all in your head so yeah no, I fully, fully do that. Like, the boy I lost my virginity to sometimes watches my Instagram story, and I'm sure he's just tapping through like a normal human. But anytime I see it, I'm like, do you see this? Do you? He's fucking playing games with me. I don't have time for this. When I wanted to date him, he didn't care. And now look at him, watching my picture of my avocado toast. Who does he think he is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. You can't keep playing with my heart like this. When really yeah. he probably was just like, bye. Just tap through it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's um, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> um, okay. I don't have anything else to say, do you? But I have a funny thing to say as we as our sign as we sign off. You know how we like to do a little funny bit? Yeah, do it. Hit it. Are we ready to close? Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. 
Okay. Well, the moral of the story, everybody, is just you're not a runner-up. Don't let anybody make you feel less than, and that's it. Okay. So, last night, I mean, everyone knows when you wear a tank top to sleep, it's like you don't know where your boobs are going to be when you wake up. And they were both in there. They were in the tank tops, surprisingly. But, oh, my God, they were so far apart. Literally, (laughs) literally. So this is like when I'm wearing a bra. They were literally coming out of both sides of the tank top. And I texted a snap to my friend and my cousins and was like, my boobs are fighting because they were (laughs) probably at least four and a half inches apart. Wow. Like they were so far apart. It was crazy. I'm impressed. Which is, and that's how far away you should be from your fuck boys or your love me or leave me alone. Amen. Um, so I think that with that, we'll leave it at so sorry, but fuck prairie dogs and um, snacks out. Bye. <laughs>